Lisa Andre, thank you for joining us today on the Alois Radio. To start us off, share a few words about Imam Bayadi and how the band was founded. The band was founded actually six, six years ago. Uh, it was uh, me and my brother. And we started uh, remixing uh, old Greek tunes in the 1950s, 60s and 40s. And th- this idea came, came to us uh, because at the time, actually a bit before that, a bit before we founded the band, we, we were a lot into sampling uh, because it was, it was the time like when like producers like uh, DJ Shadow or uh, uh, Moby or uh, even, uh, what's her name, um, Thiever Corporation, you know, they, they started being popular in Greece. Uh, and uh, you know we, we listened to this new sound that was made out of samples from old music, and we were really you know interested in that, and we thought that maybe we could try to do the same thing with uh, based on Greek tunes, taking samples from Greek tunes. So we uh, produced a couple of tracks and we sent a demo to EMI Greece, and they liked it very much, so they proposed uh, that we do an album based on that concept. So uh, this proposal came around 2005 and uh, around 2007 we had the first album ready. Right after the album, because we had a lot of requests for presenting this project live, uh, we formed the band. We, we, we We actually hadn't thought how we would do this live before the album. But, uh, you know, we were kind of forced to do that and uh, we decided right away that we, we didn't want to present it like uh, in the form of a DJ set, like two guys with laptops mixing and we wanted something live. So we started by adding musicians and uh, we gradually formed a band uh, of uh, eight, eight musicians in total. And that took us a couple of years, actually. Uh, in the beginning it was just four guys and then five and uh, around 2009 we were actually nine, uh, sorry, eight, which is uh, the lineup we have now. And tell us about some of the other members of the band. <coughs> yeah, the other guys. Okay, um, let's start with the, the, the horn guys. Uh, there's, uh, both of them come from northern Greece, uh, so they are a lot into this uh, Balkan brass tradition. I mean, they, they grew up playing in weddings and fairs. So uh, it's Yanis Discos, he plays uh, saxophone and clarinet, and Pericles Aliopis, he plays trumpet. So they're both excellent musicians, and uh, you know, they can play all styles, and we use them in, in many ways. But you know, their, their upbringing is, uh, is in this ba- Balkan tradition, and this is why we chose them. Uh, because at the time, you know, uh, Balkan music was very, very popular and still is. And, uh, you know, they, were, they had this thing, you know, really into them, really authentic. And then there is uh, Alexis Arapatsakos who plays Buzuki. I think, I don't have to explain what that is. I mean, <laughs> if it's a Greek radio station. Uh, and he, you know, he's, uh, he has, he's, he's a connoisseur of the Rembetico style and he's very very good and very knows a lot about that then there is uh, Labis Kuduroyanis or Stelios Provis either one of which depending on who is available because they also have other bands and they play electric guitar and then there is uh, Rena Morphy our singer uh, she's been with us for three years now and uh, she's also very 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 good and she knows a lot about uh, you know the 
all the popular songs in the 1960s and 70s. And uh, and then we have we also have our MC. Uh, his name is uh, uh, Manolis, and uh, he is uh, Nigerian actually. He he comes from Nigeria. His his parents were born in Nigeria and they immigrated in Greece around the 1960s and 70s. So he he was born here, and he grew up uh, you know playing in uh, underground hip hop or uh, drum and bass parties. And that's how he formed his style. And then, with us, he takes that and uh, uh, take this, he takes this MCing uh, skill and tries to incorporate it uh, with our music, which is mostly older. And uh, he's very, very talented in uh, interacting with the audience. Uh, he always tells them what to do, like shake your hands or move or sit down, go up. He splits the, the crowd in two and three. He's really good at that. And then uh, it's my brother and me. My brother uh, plays bass and uh, he's also the DJ. He he works with... Uh, he, he mixes everything, everything that is pre-recorded, like the old voices or the samples from the old songs. He mixes, he mixes that into the... Uh, into the live performance and uh, I play drums and percussion and the name of the band Imam Bayadi is a name that stands out what inspired the name of the band for our listeners that might not be familiar with with what this name yeah. means well uh, Imam Bayadi has a double meaning actually it's uh, it's a dish okay it's uh, aubergines fried with uh, f- actually yeah they're fried with uh, with a tomato sauce that's got a lot of garlic and uh, onions, and uh, so the, the, this this dish is very popular in Greece and Turkey, um, and also I think other parts of the Mediterranean. And uh, the the origin of this dish is Turkey. It's a, it's a Turkish dish, and uh, the the reason we chose it is because also our music. I mean, the, actually, the the root of uh, all Greek popular music uh, comes from uh, Rebetiko, which is a style that was developed, uh, that in itself also originates in uh, in Istanbul and other parts of Turkey, where uh, Greeks would beat with Turks and Armenians and Jews, and would form a, a musical style uh, from with influences from all these uh, cultures, and then. After uh, 1922, where all, when all the Greeks from Turkey came to Greece and the Turks from Greece went back to Turkey, uh, Rembetiko was what was left from that tradition and, and, and what developed in, in Greece when all this mixture came in Greece and mixed with new elements, such as you know the traditional music of Greece, of, the, of mainland Greece or of, from the islands. So uh, Rembetiko is... is where where we started from i mean the the first samples we took we took were from rebetiko tunes so we chose the name in mambaildi because uh, it has this connection with uh, turkey and in general the, the orient uh, as does our music but it also has western uh, influences as a dish and it's uh, so this is in a way our music it's a mixture of west and east and a mixture of old and new and finally, the, the other reason why we chose Imam Bayildi is because uh, at least when we started out, we did not write lyrics for our songs. So uh, we had to find a name for each track. E- even before we did Imam Bayildi, 
you know, and we did other kinds of music. Um, we needed names for our tracks because we never had lyrics, so we had never had like an obvious title that would come out of the lyrics of, of the song. So uh, we would choose uh, names of foods because both both my brother and I we cook a lot, and uh, so this is also a reason, you know, cooking and uh, also. Cooking is a lot like sampling, and uh, music is a lot like cooking because you you mix different stuff, and you taste. You know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It's trial and error. And you mentioned, of course, Rembetico, and if I'm not mistaken, your family actually has a long background and a connection with uh, Rembetico music. Yeah, um, our father and uh, his brother. They they started out in the 1970s. They opened up a record shop in Athens, and uh, you know they were uh, part of the like let's say hippie generation or whatever that translated to in Greece, you know. And um, so at the beginning, their main focus was uh, you know uh, American music, you know uh, jazz, uh, blues, rock. So they they brought a lot of records from the U.S., which was. Uh, very rare then, back back at the time. So they, uh, that's how they started out, uh, and they kept this uh, record shop for 30 years. It was quite, you know, well known in Athens. And sometime in the early 19, 1980s, they also decided to do a, a record label, which was specialized in uh, reissuing uh, authentic recordings of uh, Rembetko tracks from. 78 RPM discs of the 1930s, 20s, or whatever, and they um, they produced a lot of uh, a lot of compilations with uh, these rare tracks, uh, which is now very common. You know, a lot of you can find like a million uh, compilations like this. But back at the time, there were only a few guys doing this, and uh, you know, we we grew up listening to that music. Uh, we didn't really like it, you know, as children, <laughs> to be honest. You know, we we listen to like whatever children listen to. Like we were normal children, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we we did have a connection with that music, and uh, we kind of knew its repertoire. When we grew up, knowing you know wh what we liked about that and what we didn't like. And you perform lots of Greek songs that were originally made between the 1940s and the 1960s. You mentioned, of course, different styles such as Rembetico. What other musical styles are also present in your music? Well, I, I would say that uh, maybe each track that we do uh, has uh, a totally different style. I mean, um, because the way we work is not... is. It's 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 more like uh, a producer working with uh, different bands. It's like for each track we think of a band that could play this track like we envision it, and we put this band together for this track uh, when we work on the studio. Uh, so uh, you know, as far as Greek music goes, it's Rabetico, it's the uh, let's say the the like co style, which is an evolution of the Rabetico from the 1950s onwards. It's some more, um, uh, we call them elafra in Greek, which means uh, light. Uh, so it's basically more orchestral songs, also old, like on the 90th, the 1930s or 40s. Uh, it's kind of like, you know, the, the, the Frank Sinatra's or the Dean Martins of, Greeks, of Greece. 
so we also work with that a lot because there's beautiful songs there and uh, that's uh, that's all about the rhythm in Greek music that we use and then there is a lot of we, we use a lot of hip hop we use a lot of uh, Latin music you know we love uh, you know, we love salsa Cuban music in general and also more popular styles like uh, cumbia or merengue or uh, you know samba uh, that we put a lot in our music as well and uh, we also use uh, a bit of uh, gypsy swing from time to time uh, some electronic elements. It's it's a lot of stuff, really. You've performed over a hundred live shows in Greece and elsewhere, and you've opened for some very well-known international <coughs> artists and bands, and you've performed at some major festivals as well. Tell us about some of these experiences. Yeah, uh, I would say over two hundred now because I we we recently counted them. <laughs> 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 so they yeah they're over two hundred now. And um, so, yeah, our our main, uh, you know, we mainly play in Greece, uh, you know, almost, uh, I would say, two-thirds of these concerts are in Greece. But uh, as far as uh, major festivals are concerned, uh, we we started out playing in Europe around uh, 2009. And uh, actually, the, the funniest thing of all is that as soon, I mean, right just before the uh, the first album was released in 2007 you know we we had put out a couple of songs uh, on the web and there and the, there were these guys from France that listened to that and they really liked it so they invited us so and they had some connections to a huge festival in France which is called uh, Transmusicale de de Rennes uh, and uh, it's a very very big festival in France probably one of the largest and you no, know, they invited us to go there, and we didn't didn't even have a band. So actually, our first gig as a band was there outside Greece, and uh, I was doing my military service at the time, so I had to get you know a permission to leave, and it was really really hard. But you know, we did it. <laughs> we were very very stressed. I mean, we, we didn't enjoy it at all at all. <laughs> but it went really well. And uh, anyway. Um, F- following that, we, we started out playing uh, more in Europe in uh, 2009. I, I remember our first uh, major, major European festival was uh, Roskilde in, in Denmark and Copenhagen. And, uh, okay, by, by then we were a band, so uh, it was much better. <laughs> and uh, uh, it was amazing because, you know, at, at these festivals, I'm sure you know it's... Um, since you've been to uh, South By and all. Uh, it's just, you know, lots and lots and lots of band playing and people just go around the stages and they would just, you know, if they like something, they, they just stay there all day. Okay, there's like 10 or 20 big names, so everybody goes to these, these big names, but as they go there, they pass by other concerts. And this was actually the case with us because nobody knew us at the time. I mean, in Denmark in 2009, who would know us, you know? So uh, at the beginning there were like uh, 100 or 200 peop- audience in front of us in, in a very large stage, which, which seemed uh, like very, very few people. And uh, gradually, you know, as the concert went on, uh, they would gather and gather and gather, and by the end there were like uh, maybe 2,000. And they were like dancing like crazy, and we, we were in awe, you know, we, were, we, we wouldn't, couldn't believe that. 
Anyway, uh, yeah, so we've played, uh, and after that we've played uh, a lot in, uh, in Europe. We've played in uh, Ziget, uh, in Hungary, we've played in Lowlands, in the Netherlands, which are two of the largest European festivals. Um, we have, we've also toured in, uh, in Germany, and uh, we're now going to tour again in Germany, uh, Switzerland and Austria. We play a lot in Turkey, uh, also because of the name, uh, because people uh, really love our music there. So yeah, it's it's been uh, busy. At least the the last three years were very busy concert-wise. And recently, the band just released its second album, the Mambaldi Cookbook. And in addition to some new music from the band, it also features some additional surprises and some work from other musicians. What can we expect to hear in the new album? Well, uh, actually, Cookbook was released uh, in late two thousand ten, so it's uh, two years now. And uh, our, our uh, you know, we had some collaborations with uh, the Delinquent Habits. They're a hip hop group from the U.S. and uh, several Greek singers, and uh, also uh, a Spanish-speaking MC. His name is Maxwell Wright. He plays. Uh, he used to play actually with uh, Ojos de Brujo. And uh, yeah, the next album. Um, the next album is uh, it's it's gonna be uh, very much uh, in in the. In this very much alike, I think. Uh, uh, we've done uh, five or six tracks already, and there's gonna be remixes from old Greek tunes. There's gonna be uh, some some new tracks that we've composed, and uh, there's there are definitely gonna be some uh, collaborations with uh, foreign artists. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I can't tell you anything definite yet, but we're working on it, and it, uh, it sounds nice for now. <laughs> so bringing us to the present, the band was recently invited to play two showcases, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. as part of the official program at South by Southwest in Austin. What does it mean for you to have received this invitation to play at South by? Well, uh, it's a huge deal for us. I mean, uh, you know... Uh, when it came, we were extremely happy, but, you know, we were like, okay, are we going to manage to go there? Because it, it costs a lot of money. Uh, so, yeah, we actually managed to, to gather the funds, and now we're going, so we're very, very excited. It's uh, it's actually like a, it's, it's a lifetime chance for us, to be honest, uh, because um, we, we hope to... Start playing more in in the U.S. and uh, for our music to be heard more in the U.S. Uh, after that. And part of this fundraising campaign, which you just mentioned, uh, was done through crowdfunding and through an effort that you launched on the internet. Yeah, um, actually, right after we uh, we saw that uh, uh, we we have some. Uh, some money from sponsors. Uh, actually, it's good to mention them as well because they've helped us really well. It's the it's Ecos from the U.S. Uh, it's a company that uh, produces eco-friendly products, and uh, they're also doing a trade show in South by. And it's uh, the NLFCO Music Radio from Athens, and they both helped us very very much to gather uh, a part of our uh, expenses. And then, uh, you know, after having received uh, a positive feedback from these guys, we decided that uh, we should also do a Kickstarter to fund the rest of our trip. 
and uh, it's going really really well um, it's it's been online for a week or so and it's almost uh, halfway there so that's uh, that's very positive and uh, it's really really I mean the world of Kickstarter is we just now disco- discovered it it's it's amazing because uh, it's not only a, a tool for funding but it's also a tool of for you know making your music heard in in a very in a very personal way you know because uh when someone pledges he gets engaged he gets so much engaged in in, in what you do because uh if he pledges it means that you know he's touched or moved or think this is worthwhile uh so we 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 are receiving so much feedback that comes comes from uh from Kickstarter not not only i mean i'm not only talking about pledges i'm talking about you know people getting interested in what we do so uh and getting to know so many people you know it's uh it's great and also we're getting to to see other amazing projects in in Kickstarter and you know yesterday we were here with a couple of friends and uh we spent an hour just browsing on Kickstarter and seeing what else what else there is there and it's, it's great it's a great idea and this will be your first US shows if i'm not mistaken yeah and before we wrap up where can our listeners find out more about the band and your music and also your Kickstarter campaign as well well uh okay the the easiest way to find find, find out more about our uh, Kickstarter campaign is just to log on to Kickstarter and uh, search for Imam Baildi. We've also posted it in uh, in our Facebook uh, page. So um, and there's a, a cool, v- a nice video that we did uh, for uh, for Kickstarter explaining what we do and wh- what we need the, the funds for. But it's uh, it, it turned out. I mean, it's funny because th- th- this video it turned out to be more like uh, a presentation of what we do, and this is something that we were trying to do for many years you know we wanted a video that could explain to someone what is this thing that we do because it's it's not obvious to 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 everyone and uh because of kickstarter we we had to do it and we did it and it's only two minutes or three minutes i don't know and it's very clear everybody says ah okay now i understand you know after having seen this this video it's, it's very funny and um you know more about our music uh, i think unfortunately our music is not available in itunes us because uh, we're um the albums uh, the two previous albums are with emi and they've got these uh, strange uh, territorial uh, deals with itunes and some are available in europe and some are available in the us but not all i, I don't know so the best way to uh, to listen to our music is just uh, soundcloud soundcloud.com dash imambaildi it's also available on our facebook page and uh, it can be downloaded by other uh, music sites and um, i think our albums would probably be available in certain uh, you know specialized uh, uh, cd you know, shops or whatever uh, definitely in the internet but also you know like proper shops yeah but i would say that for music soundcloud is the best for videos uh, our vimeo page is uh, has all the, the good ones and also they can contact us directly from our facebook page and we'll send them our music we don't care <laughs> <laughs> wonderful well decentre thank you very much for joining thank us you. on the galagos radio and best of luck uh, as you make it to the us for the first time thank you very much thank you very much 
and um, good luck to all you guys studying in there.